Hi, hello guys, and today I actually began with the proper intro. It's been <laughs> um, it's been ages since I I actually began it. Like the first words you hear, heard was a uh, hi, hello. Um, but hey, today we're doing Wings of Fire, Dark Dark Stalker. Uh, the the, the Dark Stalker Legends book. Uh, I've been doing a lot of Wings of Fire in a row, but that was mainly because I recorded. Uh, I recorded a bunch of episodes that I needed to record other episodes for. And, um, yes, I, I recorded... Oh, I need... But huge shout-out to McKenna Dick- Dixon, I believe is how you pronounce it, but probably not, because everyone's name's different, and I don't know how to pronounce anything. So, uh, <laughs> but, yeah, huge shout-out to her podcast, Wings of Fire Theory, which is close to the person who's on this podcast. But, uh, I recorded that episode with her. At, like, the end of March, and I just couldn't find someone to record Book 7 or Darkstalker. Now I've finally done that, as you can see right now. Uh, so, yeah, I'll definitely be releasing that, like, in a couple days from now. <laughs> because, like, she's been writing for a while, and for, via emails, I'm pretty sure she's fine. She's okay with it, but, like, you know, still huge shout-out. Go check it out. Go check it out. Go check out her podcast, Wings of Fire Theory. And this brings me over to my... The person who's actually in this episode, which is my best bud, Ethan, from Wings of Fire Dragon Theory. I spoke to him, like, twice. We're practically best friends. No, no, but not really, but still, go check out his podcast, Wings of Fire Dragon Theory. I believe he will also have this episode on his podcast as well, but it is meant for my podcast, because I, I did record it on my podcast. And it's, it is meant for, like, my series. But they've also... But his fans have also been wanting, uh, like, a Darkstalker review. And then... So this is kind of it as well. So it's on both the podcasts. So you can go check out his one. You can also email him. I don't know. Actually, I he hasn't given me permission to promote his email. But, like... He has it at the end of all of his his episodes, so I'm just going to say, <laughs> you can all, you can email him at ethanfrenchbulldog at gmail dot com, and you can email me at affectionalnerd at gmail dot com, if you want to tell us anything, at all, good, bad, ugly. I just, do you get it because like it's, it's like a name of the movie, you know? You, do you understand? Um. That's that's practically yeah that's that's it. Most all the links that I said would be in the description. Oh, I also have a Discord. You can join me. It has like, it has like three other podcasters on it. So, <laughs> you know, you you can come talk to me. And also, I think Falcon is on there. Falcon and Star. Well, not just Falcon from the Tales and Scales. Or is that someone else's? Tales and. Give me a second. I'm not bothered to re-record this. It's it's quite late and I'm very busy. So I'm just gonna I'm gonna leave you with this this really weird me talking. Tales and scales, I was right. Yep. So Sky Sky? Who's Sky? Um Falcon is on there. The Discord, so you can go check. Yeah, you can go check check the Discord out. And also, 
Moon the Nightwing from the Wingers Pie audiobooks also on there. And I'm on there and like one of my friends is on there. Just just random friend. <laughs> uh who's who's read the books. So yeah, you can go check out the Discord if you like. This is really awkward. <laughs> um, but yeah, you can check out the Discord. That will be in the description. Um, so finally, here, you probably now want to hear Ethan and me talking about the book. So here, here you are. All right. Hi, hello. <laughs> um, welcome. Welcome back to the podcast. This is this podcast that where I get more popular podcasters to come on my podcast so I can get plays. Um, <laughs> um, here I've got a returning guest, Ethan. I love your profile picture. Hello, <laughs> hello, I am Ethan. I don't know if you guys remember me from the an episode ages ago that went on for ages. Um, yeah, no, it's yeah. great to be here. Thanks for, in- thanks for inviting me. This one's probably gonna be longer. Um, <laughs> Anyway, today we'll be doing Darkstalker, um, a lot of people's favourite book, um, including yours, right? Yes, this is my favourite of the books. Yeah, um, and you've done a lot of character analysis and a lot of different podcasts. <laughs> I'm just plugging your podcast um, <laughs> on this book. Um, I didn't really know anything going into it, and I didn't really care because I just I wanted to keep reading about Kibley. <laughs> Um, and then I was really surprised, and this is pretty good, like, I think Tui's better at just telling, like, these 300-page page stories instead of, like, these five arcs. Also, oh yeah, I probably shouldn't have told you this before, <laughs> um, I haven't read book 15, so. I have not either. Oh, okay. <laughs> but, anyway, continue. <laughs> yeah, no, I, um, this, this book... Uh, I went into it, same as you, kind of thinking, oh, God, what's this about? And then yeah. I I read it, and I went, I've got to read this again. <laughs> and so, yeah. basically, over a two-day period, I read it twice. Because nice. I just wouldn't stop reading it. Um, yeah, it's good. It's good. It has re-readability. I don't know if that's a thing, but it yeah. does have that. Um, and but, it, it, but, it's good at setting up things, and there's a lot of different details, and uh, it's cool to see like the I mean, the fire world two thousand years later. I mean, two thousand earlier, years, yeah, earlier, yeah. yeah. I I really like. I, I'm gonna say I really like the whole. You know where it's gonna end. You know how it's gonna end. Oh yeah. Right? He he yeah. he ends up turning e- under the mountain. You know how it's gonna end. But you, you, the back in the back of your mind, you're thinking, "Oh, please don't let it end like that." Because I, I was so enthralled with these characters, and I was so yeah. Actually, this reminds me a lot of Revenge of the Sith. You know how? Yeah, I, I knew how it was going to end, but I just didn't want it to end that way. Well, and, for Revenge uh, of the Sith, I kind of wanted it to end, but we're we're talking about Wings Fire. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I, I just, I, I think these characters are better than all the other characters. They have better, um, just better arcs overall. I think Darkstalker is the best, just because of the fact that he goes from this. 
he goes from this kind dragon and then he kind of descends into chaos but it's not meaningless chaos because he's fighting because he he's lost so much and um i think that's just a great way of 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 doing a character um in general yeah Yeah, well we should get into the prologue but before we start um now i have been doing more podcasts with other wings of fire podcasters i've been asking them questions which i didn't get to ask you in book two because that was a when the series was in its infancy um anyway so when did you first how did you discover wings of fire uh my nana bought me the first book and i thought okay this is something to read over the holidays and i read it and i thought oh this is quite cool and so i just kept going and um here we are i guess Okay, what is your favourite ship? I'm not really into ships, but I just want my to hear. Fa- okay, my favourite ship, and a lot of people are going to probably disagree with me on this. My favourite ship is, um, I don't know how you say it, Dark, Star- Dark Stalker and Clear Sight. Yeah, okay, fair enough, yeah. Actually, it, it's a good... I don't think there's much romance in it, but like, it's, it's, still, it's still pretty good. And like, they, know, you... they know that they're meant to be together, but then Clear Sight's trying to delay it. Yeah, and, no, I like. Yeah, there is um there is one scene which we will get to, but they're sat like with in the with the uh near the fire with Fathom. There's a lot of fires that makes fire. And he, they're like, I think she says, "Don't eat the um, don't don't eat the kiwi. It'll give you bad breath for like a week, or something like that." That's um, not actually how it is, guys. Kiwis are fine over here. No, yeah, kiwis are fine. Um, uh, I've, not, I've never eaten one, but kiwis are fine. Um, <laughs> but that's... If you really look for them, you do find those um, those little parts to their relationship. But I think, yeah, you're right. It's not as romantic as some of the others. Um, yeah. Although I don't really like romantic ships. I just wanted to hear your opinion. And then finally, what was the book that, like, you had to wait to come out? Like, you didn't have access. You couldn't just go to the bookstore and buy it. Like, you had to wait and anticipate. And you asked other people, what do you think would happen and stuff? Like, uh, Book 15. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Mine was, I'm... like, 13, so. Oh, wow. So you've been, yeah, obviously you've, you're a bit, you're, you've been doing it longer than I have. But, um, yeah, no. I think it was around. It was around book fourteen. Like I read book fourteen, and then I thought to myself, "Oh, yeah, I read book fourteen. And then I thought to myself, um, "This is a really overarching story. I should probably give my views on it." But I don't really have any friends who read uh, this. Relatable. So I was like, "Okay, well, I'm just gonna start a podcast." And um, that's how I did it. <laughs> That's how I'm most re- of us did it. <laughs> I'm I'm regretting that decision now because now I can't just stop. I've got so many fans that they need to um that I need to just keep uploading. Um, don't feel don't feel pressure to do anything. When I feel pressure to do anything, I I don't do it. Yeah, That's exactly. Akuna Matata. Uh, um. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we should get into the prologue. Um. So, the story begins with Arctic's point of view, and it's cool to see the Ice King, and this would have been the first time, 
or no, no, book seven was in it a lot, but <laughs> um, Ark, so, uh, Ark Stalker doesn't make sense. Arctic is brainstorming ideas for his animus animus enchantment um in his room, and then an ice wing from the first circle, which is funny. <laughs> he doesn't remember her name, but she's meant to be like his wife or whatever. Um, she's she's meant to be married. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, so. That's a bit. That's a bit of an awkward interaction. He doesn't realize until like a, a little bit while he's walking with her. Um, then he there's like a meeting with like Nightwings and Icewings. That's when they were like in peace. And I was very surprised because I didn't know. I, I forgot who Arctic was and I forgot who Foslay was. So I'm like, wait, what? The Nightwings and Icewings were in peace. What, what's happening? I don't know. Um, <laughs> and then he meets Foslay, which is like. I like how she acts, to be honest. I, I like her character. I like it at this little beginning. She kind of turns into, like, a depressed mother for the rest of it. But I like I like her little, like, kiddish, kiddishness. I don't know. Yeah. Um, and then they talk, and then they fall in love. Um, and that's... That's yeah, the end so of the prologue. Fall, that's, that's the end of the prologue. It's quite a short one, and it's nice. A lot, Actually, I think, like, half... Oh no! A good, good amount of the prologues is showing how two people fell in love, um, and also one of the winglets. I think it's four winglet four of Runaways shows um, how like the extended version of this scene. Um, yeah, it, it goes into more depth about. Um, I think it's Snowfall or oh, yes, Snowfox no. or whatever Snow her name Fox. is. Snowfox. That's, that's a great name. Snowfall is like the one. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, yeah, it, it does show. Um, I've never re- read the winglets. I know how they kind of go, but never really read them. Um, but yeah, apparently it does show like how they actually escaped and stuff, and how Arctic oh. uses his magic and stuff. Here's a good idea. I've like half of the podcasters that I've talked to, they haven't read the winglets. So here's a good idea for the series. You should do you should read a winglet, like and have four episodes about each winglet as you yeah. them, you know? Yeah, that's good. that's an idea. <laughs> um anyway, with Darkstalker, we're talking about Darkstalker, yeah. Um part one is just called part one. I really like the names of the parts and then they just got got rid of the parts um i really like this this is probably one of the most original bits well not original i don't know but this is cool how like they switch between fathom clear sight and darkstalker because if we were listening to darkstalker's point of view the whole time we would have felt really bad for him and kind of a bit annoyed because darkstalker was kind of like it's kind of mm, i don't know yeah (laughs) he's kind of like i don't think i'd like to read a book all about darkstalker even though he is funny but he does have his like boring moments. But um, chapter one actually begins with Fathom, and that's a nice, a nice introduction. Um, and Fathom, he's like, he's... Fathom and Indigo are like best friends. Um, and we get the mention of toothpaste. I just want to say, Sea Wings use toothpaste. I just oh to... yeah, they do, don't they? <laughs> yeah, that's yeah, one of my C-wings... favorite fun facts. 
sea wings are like the only ones who use toothpaste, aren't they? Yeah. It's like if we if we got the show. <laughs> If you don't know, the show has been yes. Canceled. I have heard yeah. that oh. that was that was yeah. my money making thing. I was gonna um do react videos, so basically oh. like watch an episode and then the minute it finishes, get on the podcast and just go wow or I didn't like that or you know. Because um, yeah. un- if I ever show, if I ever wanted to see a wings of show, um, I wanted at least maybe the night wings to have like really terrible teeth and like um yeah. If you've ever read, I don't know, I don't know, a, <laughs> I don't know an example, but like some really terrible teeth, and they they look pretty cool. I am. Um, yeah. Oh, uh, in the audiobooks, because I've listened to all the audiobooks. Um. Right. The Nightwings are British. <laughs> oh yeah. They've, they've yeah, got they English accents, yeah. so, and they're portrayed as kind of the bad guys of the series, right? I wonder if Tim um, is trying to get anything. Because I'm because I'm half English, I'm thinking to myself, "Hold up, wait a minute. Is this a jab at me, or is this a what? Why are you portraying them as the baddies?" But yeah, um, off topic. Anyway, so um, yeah, Indigo and Fathom are like best friends, and they were going to this animus test, and it, it's. It's like an island. Yeah, no, it's an island. Uh, and he has to, they have to make the coconut go hit grandpa. Um, which is Albatross. 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 I, did, I did hear about Albatross. And also, did you know that Albatross was like, um, I think a quarter Icewing, which is why he's Animus? Yes, but he's part Icewing. When is that, like, I, I'm try, still trying to figure out when they say that. Was that like two years in an interview or something? No. They never yeah. said it. They never said it. Um, so, basically, I think the kind of community came up with it because he looks like a part Icewing. And also because... What's her face? Anemone looks like a part Icewing. And so they kind oh, of yeah. deduced that it wouldn't have been the Skywings because the Skywings killed off the Animuses. So it would have been the Icewings, which were who were... What happened to the Mudwing Animuses? That's what I wanted to know. Uh, the Mud... So it was only the Icewings and Skywings who had Animus blood, oh. and then they transferred it over to some of then the other why? tribes. Like, I'm... I'm why? Mm, I don't know. What's Maybe because mean? the Icewings and Skywings were the originals. Maybe the Icewings and yeah. Skywings were the yeah, first. They do, they do sound something, you know, because they do look... They do sound like the original type of dragons. Yeah. Normally, they're either, like, fire-type dragons or, like, ice dragons. Those are, like, the most known of dragons, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I've got a theory that sand wings and, and sea wings just interbred, and then they created most. I, I thought... Actually, no, that, that, was, that was my theory. Mud wings do sound a lot like a hybrid because, like, they... You know they they can breathe they can hold their breath for up to an hour and they can breathe fire if it's warm enough you know yeah so it sounds a bit like instead of just breathe fire you know <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a bit of a weird thing yeah anyway so could yeah I do... so part one we haven't even finished chapter one but um we get revealed that Fathom has animus magic and I still don't know that it's two thousand years ago. <laughs> um, mm. 
So uh, basically, I'm the, very confused. I'll I'll go through the story a little um faster. Yeah, you can go through it quick. Yeah. So basically, you... the um revolves around Darkstalker's um struggle with Animus Magic and also his family troubles and the war between the Icewings and Nightwings. Um, Fathom's story at the start kind of revolves around being an animus for the Sea Wings and also mm. the Sea Wing massacre that Albatross yeah. commits, which, which he kills basically all the royals. I just want to stop you there. Good job to it. That's amazing. That's an amazing scene, and I can just imagine that in like a horror movie and like the knives slowly floating. And it's that's oh, really yeah. that's really good. Good job. Yeah. And in the end, Indigo actually killed him, which is no, right? no, With Indigo doesn't. Indigo doesn't she, kill him. He distracts him, right? Uh, no, no. Fat. So people get confused with this. I've seen it on like um, the wiki and stuff. Fathom kills him by throwing spears at him, but it seems like Indigo kills him because Indigo's like stabbing him. Oh. But it's it's okay. actually Fathom, and then Fathom says to what's his sister's name? Indigo. No. No. Yes. The, the queen. Queen. The queen. <laughs> when did I find him? Where? Where is? Uh, uh, um, I don't know. Not not queen. Um, uh, Lagoon. No, Lagoon is the one that got murdered. Yay. Yeah, so um, it was. It's the next one, anyway. Um, Pearl. Pearl. So he he says to Pearl, "I don't want to be known as the one who killed Albatross. Can you say that Indigo killed Albatross?" And that's why they call her the Animus Slayer. Mm, right. Okay. Yeah. So it's it's kind of like that propaganda type thing where he doesn't want to be known as the one who killed Albatross. Oh, we also see that Albatross is making the Summer Palace. Which is a pretty cool detail. Mm. And um, also, we see that Fathom uses his power a lot to impress Indigo. Like, making the... um The octopus. Called, called Blob. And I Blob. need that in my life. I need that. Right now. How? <laughs> I need that. How, how big do you think Blob is? Because if you oh, imagine... Dra- dragons are, like, 16 feet tall. I've probably less like human up. size. Because um, dragons are the same size as whales. According to book two, um, so and also everything is enlarged for um, dragons. So like a blueberry to a scavenger would be as big as its head. Um, oh yeah, that's true. Because because yeah. in the graphic novel, Clay has a banana that's like enlarged to be dragon sized. I guess. Yeah. Um. And. Yeah. Yeah. So so the octopus would be pretty big. It'd be like maybe the same size. Actually, it might be. It might be like um. Hmm. Might be a little. <laughs> It'd be like the same size as a scavenger, probably, or like a big bit bigger. Yeah, maybe. Okay. So yeah. Anyway, um. Uh, where was I with my plot summary? Oh yes. Um. So basically, and then it's also clear sight trying to figure out the future and and determine what's going to happen. And basically, all three plot threads meet up, and. They kind of, because Fathom goes to Darkstalker to make sure that he doesn't become the next Albatross and right, you know murder yeah. everyone. Yeah. <laughs> um, and Clearsight 
tries to keep Darkstalker under control, but it's very hard because his mother gets captured by the Ice Wings. Um, is becoming more and more, and also there's assassination attempts on his life. So yeah. you know he's, yeah, he's getting. Um, who, what's his name? I just want to start laughing at his name. The person who tried to assassinate him. Quick uh... death. Quick death. Quick, quick death. death, yeah. I thought Machu was a terrible word. Quick death. What? Who, who what? Cl- okay, but who calls their child death? Or quick death? Or... Yeah, also, Miss, 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 what's her name? <laughs> Miss Darkstalker's mother, Miss Foslayer, Darkstalker, he fends off the dark. No, you're not okay. What do you, like... Yeah, I I always thought like kind of I agree with the Arctic. I agree with the Arctic in that. Yes, I do. I think so, everyone does. So basically, all the plot threads meet up. Um, Fathom and Cliss like stop Darkstalker from killing, from basically murdering all the Ice Wings, committing genocide on them, um, and also like, and they put him in a in a sleep because he's basically immortal. So. They put him in a sleep. Clearsight goes her separate. Clearsight and Fathom go their separate ways. Fathom finally, um, I guess marries Indigo and has children. Like off the yeah. coast of the Rainwing Isle, off the coast of the Rainwing territory, which I have a theory yeah. about that. Um, which oh. I have, I have a theory that maybe they might have met Rainwings and given well, them animus blood. Oh, so um, I mean, unless they give an, uh, pineapple the wait, who's coming on? Who's coming on the book fifteen adventure? Which one? Pineapple. Right one? Pineapple. If, yeah, if they give pineapple animus magic in book fifteen, then yeah, I, but I don't think that's likely to happen. <laughs> I don't think that's likely to happen though, no. because all animus magic stopped. Remember? Oh my god! Yeah. Oh, I forgot the plot of book fourteen. Um, <laughs> I hate that. That was such a. That was like all animus magic stops. That was such a kind of. It's like no. no. It, it's like it's so con. It like, <clears throat> excuse me. So it's so like. Tui was like, okay, I've kind of run myself into the ground here because I've given certain dragons the power of God. So. <laughs> I'm yeah. just gonna. I'm just gonna come up with this really bad explanation. Stop it, so that there's some. Um, so that there's some threat, you know. So that there's tension. So yeah. that there's a journey, you know. It's just. Oh god. Go away, Tui. <laughs> um. Yeah. One thing I did want to mention was Arctic's death. <laughs> oh yes. Um, yeah. I, I, no, I need, before I die, before I die, I need to watch the Dark Stalker movie, or, yeah, movie, I movie. guess. Movie. Yeah. It should be a movie. Um, and I need to see Reaching and... Um, that's my impression, that, you should use that noise. Yep. Um, I need to see that before I die. <laughs> yep. Um, oh god. If they ever come out with a Dark Stalker graphic novel, which they will, 
I'm Probably, gonna force, yeah, I'm gonna force them into that. No, they're they're have, going. To. Have you seen any announcements on the book six graphic novel? Anything? No. I, no. Okay. No. I think they'll do a novel, and um, if they censor that, like <laughs> if they censor that, so like maybe I don't know. He goes to do it, and then the the next panel is just the night sky, and you see like a speech bubble of Darkstalk of of arctic yelling right i'm gonna be really hmm. really mad <laughs> yeah if they censor um, that because <laughs> it's blue it's blue blood yeah, it's so blue it's not blood, as so bad it's completely fine it's not like, as bad it's, it's completely fine you know just, like, don't show, <laughs> just don't show any guts and you'll be fine you'll, you'll be fine you know come on like, come on Come on. <laughs> We're like 13-year-olds asking for blood. <laughs> Give me murder! I, well, I'm, I'm 14, I'm so I'm more accustomed. But, um... Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, that's basically the plot of Darkstalker. Um, so, okay. I guess we could just take go on our thoughts about it. Mm. So Plus, There's a lot of clever foreshadowing. Like, when he gives her the ring, um... Uh, like, that comes into play later... Of Fosslayer getting captured. And that all happens off screen. Like, I, I wanted to see maybe that, but I don't know how they would have seen that. Maybe Darkstalker pulls an 11 and, like, looks at them. <laughs> um, looks at them through the black void. Uh, I, I I've not know. seen Stranger Things, so I okay. don't know. <laughs> um, that makes sense to my three listeners that have. Um, but... Yeah, I, I really wanted to see her getting captured and maybe tortured. Maybe maybe not tortured, maybe not. Um but Yeah, I think I I think it was a um you know, like there was a lot of it's called setup and payoff, so Yeah, I think she was good at that. I think she's better at just telling one off stories. Yeah. Of, yeah. Overarching stories. It's kinda of, it's funny though, because Tweety Sutherland reminds me a lot of JK Rowling. Really? Yeah, because she has the same kind of storytelling. Well, I mean, it's... she she does have the. She's <laughs> never mind. <laughs> yeah, okay. She, I mean, this Darkstalker book reminds me of of Harry Potter a lot. Mm. Um, you've got yeah. Fathom, who's kind of like Ron Weasley. You've got uh, Clearsight, who's kind of like Hermione, and then you've got Darkstalker, who's kind of like a a Harry Potter, but... Oh, he's Neville. He's Neville. Evil Neville. Neville's Evil Harry Potter, Potter, I think, because Neville is just... Who's Neville? Um... Who, who's quick Neville? death. Neville's quick death. <laughs> Neville's quick death, right. Okay, okay, cool. Um, okay. Y- have you read the Harry Potter books? Yes. Right, okay. Spoiler! Lo- if you remember Luna Lovegood... Oh my god. <laughs> is, she... is she like Oh, is she Mind Reader? That's her name, right? Yeah, I love Mind Reader. She's No oh, No, Listener, Listener, that's her name. No. I love Listener. Mind Re no, she would be no, Ginny would probably be um uh what's her face? My, uh listener. I don't know. I don't know whether that would work. But um <laughs> I think Luna Lovegood would be Oh, what's her name? Darkstalker's sister, Whiteout. Oh yeah, because they're I both mean, kind of—they're both kind of weird. 
they're both kind of like just say random things like hey, for fair. the sake of it um but then also, how does this relate to Harry Potter? You know, like how? Why do you get reminded of it? Is it because um, it's the only other book series I've what YA series you've read? Because that's that's kind of the same for me. Actually, no, I've no, read a couple others. But yeah. I think no, I think it's just because the characters, um, the three main characters, are quite similar. You've got Fathom, who's kind of this. He's he's weak-ish and kind of you know he's kind of like Weasley, um, Weasley he's basically. Um, but he has a secret power, but Ron doesn't really have to. I guess he has like well, has Ron, a Ron frog in his back pocket. I guess it's a secret power. Ron is just kind of you know they're both kind of a bit odd. They're you know they're they're kind of the oddballs of the group. Yeah. Um, you've got. Clearsight and Hermione, they're both very um, studious, both very into what they do. You know, um, especially because Clearsight kind of, you know, is always fussing the future and Hermione's always getting things right. Like, And then you've just got Harry and Darkstalker who are kind of the main protagonists. By the end, Darkstalker's an orphan, kind of like Harry. Um, and yeah, I just, I I find it, it's just, reminds me a lot of those three characters, um, mm. but yeah, um, and, okay, cool, <laughs> um, clear sight, here's some really clever foreshadowing, because I always thought that the Lost Continent was out of nowhere, because it's like, oh no, I can't come up with more stories, we're gonna add another continent, but... Clearsight mentions the last continent here, and she flies off to the last continent. It's not explicitly said, but it says she like flew off. Yeah, she flies off into the new sunset. New life. She flies into the sunset. She flies into the t- twin suns. Um, yeah. And she looked into the distance. Um, but yeah, so so she does like it's kind of implied there. Tui might have had an idea. So I guess it didn't come out of nowhere. Oh, and also yeah, book ten, the prologue did end with. Um, Clear sight, fl- yeah. yeah. Clear sight. Seeing Luna, which which is also interesting, which means like, I guess like book eleven took place during book ten, sort of. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, uh, book book eleven took place during Clear book ten, maybe. Because Luna, Luna like left in book eleven, and she was found. By so them. yeah, the timelines for book eleven and ten into interweave. So yeah, um, book. 10 is happening basically as the events of book 11 are happening and then yeah, they basically yeah. the book both timelines meet up when luna is found at the shack of yeah who was it who found her uh, jaboa jaboa what's a jaboa i think it's a snake right yeah, <laughs> yeah it was jaboa um the animus sandwing right yeah. Uh, okay, so I don't know. That was a lot quicker. I was gonna like dwell on everything, <laughs> like I normally do. You do good, do good summaries, and if you want shorter content like this, go check out Ethan's podcast. Um, do you yes. have any other things to say? I I do. Uh, I do have something to say. Um, 
I'm very happy with the um the whole emotional tone of this book. Um they they nail the emotional tone because it can go from happy and wisecracking and you know to to tense um uh what's another word tense kind of you know on the edge of your seat type stuff to sad emotional payoff um and it doesn't ever feel jarring. It doesn't ever feel like, oh, we're going from happy to sad now. It it just flows. It's got a very good flow yeah. to it. Um, yeah, I like my my dad reads it sometimes to my younger brother Otis, um, and he said he really likes Dark Circle because he's so funny and and like he's light hearted. But then he he's like just murders a couple of people and he's like, oh, it's gonna be fine. You know? Uh, mm. And yeah, I quite like Dark Circus character to be honest. And I do kind of agree with, um, well, not agree with his, like, mm, I, I just kind of like I, mm, I don't, I don't agree with his motives, but like, I also understand, you know, where he's coming from. Maybe yeah. not as much in book ten. He's a bit like, not okay in book ten, but like, it's you know, it's f- fair enough, you know. If you've I've been had a lo- two thousand years. You might not be that okay. Yeah, I've had a lot of emails uh, after my Darkstalker review, um, like after my the character analysis of Darkstalker saying, um, Ethan, what what were you thinking? What what even is this? You know, like very kind of angry emails, and they're like, No, you're wrong. He's a murderous psychopath. Well, yes, he is. He has his motives. And he's a very good villain, but yes, with every good hero and story, there comes a good villain. That's a lot with Black Panther. I can definitely think of other ones right now. I'm just Black no Panther. other ones. A hundred percent. Yep. <laughs> Black Panther's probably the most, the best one, and I guess Infinity War and Endgame. Thanos' motives. Really? As opposed to in the, in the comics, Thanos is just he wants to wipe out half the population because he wants to impress a girl. Yeah. And like that's that's not a motivation. And now he's but th- more of a motivation because his planet starved. But um so, maybe he's not the he's not the best villain, but still, there's like, you know, with every good story comes comes a good villain. So I'm a I'm a very um big person on, on character and storytelling. I am also writing my own novel series at the moment, so uh Good on you. Yeah, uh, no no spoilers. Um uh but anyway. Is the main character called Ethan? Uh, no, Aww. no, but um, but yeah, no, and I I always enjoyed. I've always enjoyed the, the premise of was the villain right? Was the villain right? So in Infinity War, this is the best way I can describe it. Thanos wants to wipe out half the population, um, because he's basically like mentalist, <laughs> but. He wants to do it for for the greater good. For the greater good. He doesn't have this vendetta against life. He just wants to do it for the greater good. And he was... If you think about it, he was ready to sacrifice himself as well. Because if he was in the path that got snapped away, he would have been happy with that. 
Yeah, yeah, no, because he, he, he did explain in what if. No, 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 it's random. So it's not genocide. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> that's what, it's literally his words in, like, um, if you've seen what if. I have seen what if. Yeah. That that episode where he says that, I didn't really like that episode. But, yeah, <laughs> I did I did catch that, and I kind of went, ha, they're poking fun at him. But, you know. Yeah, and um, I think his plan was that he wanted to be in the 50% of the population that died. Yeah, because he had nothing else to live for. Yeah, and he, then he, he was done. Yeah. He retired basically. He went over to a farm, sat down, hung up his armor, and went, "Yeah, I'm, I'm done. I'm retired." Mm. He didn't keep fighting, so that's 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 the thing. That so, like with Darkstalker, he's the villain, or is he? Yeah. No. He, well. Mm, yeah. Um, is he the villain, or is he actually just the twisted hero? Is he? I forgot what book it was, but I read one where like he was the overarching villain, and then it was told from the villain's perspective, and then the heroes sound like the villain, but it was the heroes were actually like rebels that were like getting killing this. Yeah. Who were like? But it was like it was told like they were bad, and it gave them it gave the heroes justifications that they were bad, and it gave the the main character who was actually kind of the villain justifications that he was good and bad and there was like good yeah you couldn't really it, you could like pick a, um and i forgot what book it was called but it was very clever was yeah there, there, there are some very clever um books out there like that and movies and i always love books where the villain wins Mm-hmm. And or the or the movies where the villain wins. I'm always kind of the root. I don't know why. Maybe it's just from the movies I've watched. But I've the first always... Marvel movie I ever saw was Avengers: Infinity War. Really? <laughs> so then, from well, not movie, Marvel movie. Um, and so from then on, a lot movie, a lot of movies, I've been like, oh my god, are they actually gonna lose? Yeah. Because that was like my first experience in action and, and adventure and stuff. Mm. <laughs> so. Yeah. Um. No, I think if Darkstalker was made into like a live action movie, and they could convey the emotion and stuff, that'd be, very be really cool. cool. Be very cool. Um, you know, who would you cast to voice Darkstalker? What's the dude who played Knuckles? <laughs> um, that dude who played Knuckles. I don't know. Um, I know who I would cast. I'd cast Danny DeVito. Yeah. You'd cast Danny DeVito, okay. Yeah. The Penguin, alright, okay. <laughs> awesome. Um, I would cast... I want to say... I want to say Benedict Cumberbatch, because he's already played a dragon. Mm-hmm. And he, he's he's good at, like, deep voices. He was yeah, also he's very good at Dormammu that. Dormammu in, in Marvel. I don't know how I keep bringing it back to Marvel, but, like, <laughs> you know. Um, yeah, and he was Smaug. I'm actually wearing a smog t- shirt right now. Smoggy. Yeah, smog. Yeah. Um, um, yeah. I liked I the. I I'm gonna say really controversial thing. I liked the Hobbit. Yeah, it can be. It it was a bit kind of weird. Like I like I like the five battles. That was just like. I I didn't thrills. like. <laughs> I didn't like the fight scenes. I thought they were a bit over the oh, top. Oh no, sorry. The battle the battle of the five armies. I I liked that movie. It was like the last one where they just fought for two hours. And that was the same for, like, the last Lord of the Rings. They just fought for two hours. Yeah. That was, like, that's fun. Yeah, kind of. But, yeah, I think time to wrap up. I don't know. Um, I think I've said everything I want to say. 
So yeah, there's there's some cool stuff everywhere here here and there. Um, I really thought that this would be longer because it is a very long book and it's got cool stuff. Um, mm. oh, they also have a post. They have a post epilogue where like it teases ducks off for like uh, being awakened again. Yeah, because like, that's how book. Eight, yeah, book eight ended, and then that's also how this book ended. And it oh, kept I love, I love, I loved um that ending. I I can pull it up right now because I've got the book in front of me. Um, it's yeah, uh, yeah I can okay. I can read it centuries, centuries later. <laughs> let's try let's try and read it in sync. Centuries, centuries later, later as, as the dragon, dragon planet, planet spun, spun through, through space, space. Oh, a comet right. passed. Close enough to shine like the fo- like a fourth moon in Pyria's sky. That's cool. Close enough to change the tides and shake the continent. As earthquakes rumbled through the ground, long buried rocks shifted and that had been in place for thousands of years. Deep underground in the deepest in the darkness, copper wires snapped. <gasps> and the dragon awoke. I, I love that. That one's ending. really good. Actually, that was that was like that wasn't at that wasn't the same ending of, as book eight. No, because it was like when he awoke, right? Yeah, book eight. Uh, I re- was... I, when can we get explanation for the comet? It was just a comet, and I guess some like some some debris also fell down from the comet. Like what? What's what? It, it was just a. It was just a. Um. It was just a comet. Yeah. Huh. I, I always. I always thought. Um. They were kind of retconning in that comet to just kind of make sense of the brightest night, because obviously it couldn't come. It it came every like thousand years or something. So yeah, I maybe that... maybe that is. <laughs> maybe that was like the first impression of it, but then she was like, maybe I should could make this a bit more important. I guess. <laughs> yeah, Tui is a bit sporadic with her with her writing sometimes, but um, yeah. I want okay. Do you think here's your here's the last question, and then I think we'll wrap up because yeah. um, I need to get ready. But um, do you think book fifteen is the end? I don't know. Um, there was a good point that some dude brought up on like a YouTube video I watched, and they were like, the Warrior Cat series started to die because Whitcall's forced like the. Aaron Hunter, I think, uh, to keep making it, and, like, he didn't, she, Aaron? Aaron, she, um, <laughs> she didn't really want to make more, because she thought, like, like the, the books were finished, and I, I don't know, I think that it should have ended in book 10, and it, should like, it should have uh, it, it really ended. Yeah, in, I love um... the prologue at the end, or ep- epilogue, yeah. Yeah, um, And it just gives, like, an ending to all the characters. And then, but wait, there's more. <laughs> it's just like, no, no, I don't, that's a good ending. I don't, I don't really, hmm. So, yeah. yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I've heard a bit angry reviews about it, um, but then I've also heard good ones, and I, I don't know, it's a bit, hmm. She might keep making maybe more, a couple more legends. Uh, I would like to see, I would like to novels. see. And then I, yeah. maybe like a couple other coloring book type things. <laughs> I'd like um, to see a Dragon Slayer part two because yeah, yeah. they kind of have this big gap in between 
the first arc and the third arc where, you know, you could flesh out more of what Undauntable's father is going to do. And Although I think that might be connected to book 15 because, of course, spoilers, the, the scavengers come in to play um, and like, oh, the scavengers I, I... are apparently possessed by the... the what? Yeah. Yeah, the bad, the evil thing. Um, thing. I don't even know what it's called. Yeah, but... Yeah. Um, Anyway, we're getting off topic. So, thank you for having me. Um, this yeah. has been a really good episode. Uh, Thanks um, for coming on. And, um, yeah, <laughs> I never came up with an intro, and then I just decided that my intro was that I've never came up with an intro. Can I, can I do my outro? Can yeah. I do my Sure. Do this, my is, outro? this is, yeah. Okay. So, thank you. For tuning into another episode of Dragon Theory, and also if you are on Matru's podcast, a fictional nerd, um, and yeah, until next time, good bye.